0: The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us Five stars or subscribe or follow Or whatever your favorite podcast provider does Do that for us and you could be one of the Many people who are saying Wrestling break Wrestling Brain, Wrestling Brain, Wrestling Brain, Wrestling Brain, Wrestling. It is Wrestling Brain. Hello and welcome, baby. It is Wednesday (laughs) effing night. You are here. Twitch.tv slash Wrestling Brain with the Sword and Shield. I'm your boy, The Zoobs. I'm joined on the West Coast by my man, Mr. 50K himself, Josh Custodio, holding it down, the Brain Genius. I think people are feeling damn good. I tell you how I know because Anfield Road is in the chat gifting out five subs torque penderloin is subbing for 11 months you absolutely have to love it we have already got wow a hyped up chat people loving aew dynamite tonight i am loving the opportunity to talk about it here with the brainiacs live at twitch.tv slash wrestling brain and my man i already intro him let's talk to him mr 50k how you feeling well, let me say, what an intro, as always, zoobs. I don't oh. know that uh, hearing
1: from me is going to be any better than hearing my credentials set out of your mouth, Zoobs. Of course, a pleasure to be here with the man of 100 likes and to be discussing what I think everybody's going to agree was a very strong episode of AEW Dynamite. Now, there is, we'll get to it shortly. One part of the show I like much less than everybody else, but that'll be fun to sort of dive into on its own merits. <laughs>
0: very cool. Uh,
1: but tons to, to chew on. Tons of forward momentum new things presented well everything a title change dudes. people love those a title change on television good golly miss molly so much to get to tonight on the a double dudes thank you for the subs thank you Sports for the su- oh sam fells with a five pack of subs going out there sam i'll say this sam said it on twitter today i think this is going to happen and it's a great take ruby riot's going to turn heel that's how you fill that slot okay i think that's a great call thank you for those as well ashton Pace kutcher in the fall, chat say a thunder rosa ashton kutcher subscribing with prime Zoobs, of course very easy to do okay. if you want to give us a subscription you're already, listen if you have amazon prime you're giving money to jeff bezos why not give these zoobs and i a little slice of that pie a little piece of that wallet you can do so all you got to do is head on and click where it says subscribe with prime Thank it's you for cheering the yeah. three bits, Maddie Matt. Thunder Rosa La Mera—that's
0: the song. All the joking about how she's all just a song, and then boom, her, her song and intro is fucking <laughs> like maybe one of the best we've ever seen in AEW. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: awesome. don't we look stupid.
0: Awesome stuff. Hit Smurl as well. Subscribing for three months, a 3 three-month streak—they're going to get a new uh, a new emote beside their their name. I think when you What's get
1: three-month one. Do you know? I
0: forget. I think three months might be QT Marshall.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah well, I, guess, I guess it's a lesson to stay subscribed to four months, right? I see what yeah. you're doing. You're try trying to get
0: them to six, where they get uh, the two GW, months? The GWG. Yeah, two months is, uh, two months is I think just the brain. You get the like, well, thank you for coming back. You get a wrestling brain, right. And then, so it's going to actually take you through the methodology of why these. Yeah, are. I, would,
1: I would love to. I don't know this. So I would love to know this.
0: Before we get to the show, I'll give you the methodology of how the heads are earned. Here we it's, go. The first month, I think you get a default thing. It's like a, it's like a crown, or okay. something uh the second month you get the brain which is the welcome back you have earned, you've earned you've come back anybody anybody can suffer you can sub for once by accident right that's sort well, of you can a be gifted one right yes
1: mariachi band let's go
0: people loving the mariachi band tonight thank you uh the second month is the brain to say welcome back the third month is the qt marshall which is to say people noticing now that you're into the custom level but now you're 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 once again at the back of the line of the. You're
1: at the the bottom of a new a new tier. Correct. It's like jumping tax brackets. You're oh, I'm at the bottom of, of something that is moving on out.
0: Correct. Six, okay, I like it, Sue. Six months gets you GWGI, which is like okay. This is this, this is somebody who gets it. You're here six months. Listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Understandable.
1: I have a theory of why the chat is so hot tonight as subs and bits continue to roll in. I have a theory, Zeus. I'd like to hear two words daddy magic am i right or am i wrong
0: you're right and that's what the show is going to be built on going forward uh yes, that's true. there are two more okada is the nine month badge which is you've earned you've earned a, a real high level and then the year is is daddy magic himself wow <laughs> zooms you you are good
1: they say you're good i say you're great and zooms i'm so fired to do this show with you dennis dirty work subscribing for 11 months good golliness right Golly. there g-bane a subscriber, there's a cool guy, G
0: Man. Man, <laughs>
1: you
0: wanna know what's crazy, Josh? You you've been doing this stream with me this whole time. Uh, yeah. Somebody like Dennis Dirty Work. It's us. Dennis Dirty Work, who you're yeah. like, we're to you and I. That's a new that's a new person, a new fan that is doesn't come to know our us
1: lives. from our other projects.
0: Dennis Dirty Work's been around for 11 months in a row. That blow you? That a core blow to your community member? New? I mean did not that blow your mind? 11 months with any story work. Thank you. And has called in, has, has been a part of the community and doing a great job in the chat. We love it. That's what we're striving for. We're striving for the Matt Lee. The Matt, pardon me. The Daddy Magic Matt. Uh, Lee. Oh, yeah. Uh, Matt, I have his name written down when we get to the segment. Don't worry about it. I can't wait. Uh, Zoos, before
1: we dive in and ask the chat what they thought of tonight's show, just a are saying, rest in peace, Scott Hall. Of course, everybody on the team of the everybody's minds. Razor Ramon passed away yesterday. I'm oozing I'm machismo for him today. On my chest, but uh, a a, uh, a seismic shifter. Uh, should we all be so lucky to live a life so worth remembering? Someone who, in wrestling, uh, is part of a genuine sea change and uh, won't be forgotten. Pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, I, I we we could go on and on, but I, I I sort of throughout the day thinking about it. What I sort of came to realize is like somebody that is somehow, and this is a perfect sort of encapsulation of Scott Hall. Um, such a paradox of being like he is an all-time legend by any measure, anything that you measure, iconic moments, cool moves, uh, incredibly over, was good and bad. You cannot have all these pinnacle things yes. about wrestling yeah. without him. And also, you're like, man, what he could have been, right? He's one, one of those right. guys that you're just like, he could have been the biggest star in the world. He could. There was so many things where it's like you feel like you didn't even get the whole Scott Hall experience, and yet he is still – like an all-time influential, absolute cornerstone guy uh, that understood the business like few, and uh, totally agree. So Let, let's yeah.
1: talk a more about him in the post-show because I'd love yes. to expand on uh, some of that stuff. Damn it, damn it, damn it! Flying the pride flag in our chat seems like a, as good a time as any to remind people that in this chat, in this house, we have a mod, Maddie Mac, the axe of the network. If you say anything homophobic, racist, transphobic, anything of that ilk, you'll be out on your ass. You'll never get to see this show again. We don't want you here. You understand me? If you're thinking, oh, this is maybe a light comedy, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll walk the line. Don't. I, I have no. Ask the Zoobs, do I have any sense of humor? No. Humor. I haven't laughed in years. No. I'll treat it dead. I'll treat it serious as cancer. Stay out of here with that. Matty Mac will have you out on your ass. Zoobs, with that all out of the way, I think it's time to finally do what it is we do best around here and dive into the Brainiacs' minds themselves and ask them on a scale of one to seven, one being the worst and seven being the best. What did you rate? Tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. Zooms, so we we paid for a pay per view a couple weeks ago. You didn't spend money on the show per se, but
0: As Frankie Kazarian says, you you <laughs> cannot get you cannot get your time back. You can get a refund on your money. You'll never get your time back. Uh seven's coming in early. From a lot of people, we just want to, before we get into saying the scores, want to say, yeah, yeah, a quick, the quick story about Scott Holt, putting over Tanahashi in 2001. There's a there's like, that's like a dozen stories of him just like seeing yeah. the next great star and just like, ah, oh, put that guy over. Uh, a lot Check of go. sevens. A lot of sevens. Josh, you want to sort of dig into what we have here for scores?
1: Here we go. Machine gun time was Buckle up. Here we go. Starting from the top. Maddie Mack with a seven. Qui-Gon Gin and Juice with a seven. Nick Mandrahuge with a seven. Good Friend Jake with a four. Hey, My Name is Will with a seven. Double X 7 with a seven. Yaya with a seven. Hits with a seven. Kitsukune 2021 with a seven. Come on, I nailed that. New Ting Celery Man 6.9, The Coward 7. Thick player, our own Paul. Catch here on Mondays with a seven. Thomas P.W. with a seven. Maddie freaking C. with a seven. Choo Choo, says Ashton Kutcher with the seven. Anfield Road with a seven. Chain Wallet owner with a seven. Sam Fells Choo Choo 7. Cell seven, Maddie Mac seven, seven or one six and a half. Damn it, damn Seven. Six. Sam fell six. No clue what this is. Six and a half. E Prime seven. Seventh offensive seven. Fitting. Ashton Kutcher seven. Rusty <laughs> Shade seven. Cadenza seven. Korax twelve sixty six a six. Anvil Road chew <laughs> chew. Dennis thirty work with a six. Trillium McGinnis get us with a seven. McVay huge. with was a six and a half. MacMan, man eight one three nine six with a seven. America is so bad at the seven. Am I doing this right with the seven? Talk. Pendrol with the seven. Pace fall with a seven. Woo.
0: Uh, a lot of sevens, a lot of people who wanted to say seven, six and a half, as we say, it's the, the coward seven, uh, seems like it's a very, you average, you have to say high six, baby. It, a lot people seem to love it. They seem to love this episode. And then I think there were two, one or two dissenters there. The four from good friend, Jake, I'm very excited to hear about because he is somebody that does not, uh, half think his ideas here. So I'm interested to see where that lands Uh, The San Antonio crowd ruled. Great point from Yaya. A great crowd can add a lot to a show, and I think that is a great example of what happened tonight. From the opening bell through the end, the crowd added a ton to this show, and I think really genuinely elevated it, and uh, a great observation.
1: The horrible music of Dynamite's theme plays us into the evening, which is followed up by A.W. loves opening up shows, be it Rampage or Dynamite, with Adam Cole's music. A uh, friendly reminder for everybody Adam Cole is not a babyface. Uh, I know that he, <laughs> he gets used as a crowd opener in this exact role. I know he has three big taunts and plays to the crowd. And is it, I, I'm just reminding everybody that he is here to feud with people who are babyfaces. Just, just reminding you <laughs> if you're thinking, because if you just saw Adam Cole's entrance, you're like, well, who, who's the bad guy? It's all about the yeah, everybody's dancing in the crowd, having the time of their lives. Adam Cole's out, he's got Red Dragon alongside of him, and they're out waiting for three champions Jungle Boy luchasaurus and hangman adam page standing together at the top of the ramp zooms i thought the three of them uh hangman i thought swallowed these guys in star power i've had my complaints about hangman's title reign in parts of course not the matches but i've lacked he's lacked exposure i suppose really or or uh thought out planning But I thought he felt every bit of a champion beside these guys. He felt uh, elevated above them. What do you think of this entrance and these six guys and how they matched up?
0: I did have the same sort of immediate reaction. He came out and I was like, oh, yeah, like I really like Hangman Page. And he's the guy. And he has proven that in the last little bit. I agree with you that I think it was also nice to sort of see. We talked about this last week, right, with uh, how does Adam Cole get to come back and say, hey, you got to beat me this way after he lost. uh, Sort of the, the thing that didn't really make any sense. And he felt comfortably bigger than adam cole and at, at any point where you're just like yeah this is this is the guy that's running roughshod through this top of this division and this is the other guy who has his cronies that is in like this trios uh wienery stuff His little <laughs> you know a little smaller <laughs> smaller wiener things uh I, I thought he definitely seemed um like a big deal and somebody that was uh the champion, the top guy. I have a question for the chat and for you, Josh. Maybe you know the okay, answer. Okay. A genuine question, not a bit. You know, I like to do bits that are – I do questions that are bits or we do jokes. Yeah, I mean you're, you are a funny guy. You can do that. Yes. The stylization of Red Dragon with the capital D and capital R. I don't know what, what that – is it just a, like a corn thing where it backwards are or is there, some, is there a mm. deeper meaning? You don't know i've always just i mean their name is so
1: bad right uh yeah and it uh i have always just taken that as a, a stylized like i don't know it to be anything beyond that
0: my wife it, literally just because my, my wife asked me and i had no answer i was like i oh. don't i truly don't know maybe there is a cool reference that i missed because i don't know everything about everything apologies
1: to the chat out the gate i like this match a lot less than all of you uh our timeline was absolutely on fire for this opening tag match this this was me <laughs> this was grumpy old me I don't want trios belts. The, the, this entire match, uh, cooperation central. Just a, a ton of very cool looking things. The the timed triple moon salt. agree. The, the the assist power bomb. Lot, lots of cool moves. A very jiffable match. Lots of fun. Uh, but frankly, I saw you all get. I was like, wow, people are liking this one more than me. And then in the next segment, I was like, yeah, tag team wrestling. So so the, consider these as a contrast with what we were going into. Um, But obviously, lots of cool stuff here. I think there was a large focus on trying to make Luchasaurus look good in this match, getting just a ton of time working against Kyle O'Reilly in this match. Two separate times they tag in, and it's them against one another. Uh, I saw some people on Twitter saying "Is Luchasaurus hurt. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly's going kind of soft on him. I didn't really notice that, but maybe something to keep an eye out for if anybody's uh, watching late. And uh, yeah, Zoops, uh, a fun, a very smooth version of this match. All six of these guys, obviously, very, very good wrestlers capable of doing this thing. But it is one of these things of timing, and it doesn't really capture the feel of competition to me at
0: points. Sure, uh, some great answers to the to the DR thing. It's it's re Doctor Aegon is what i mean. <laughs> are they? are <laughs> doctors from from, uh, be- from Thomas. The, apparently, it's a shout out to Davy Richards. To which, as always, Josh, you know me. Uh, I actually think it's not. It's cooler to not shout out Davy Richards. When you're, that is when sort of your ethos. As, when you've gotten as big as they uh, have gotten, it's like, oh, that's a that's a dumb thing to do at this point. Shout out,
1: maybe here we could. We're sort of at the appropriate scale. In fact, in our mailbag episodes, did I not say we could raid? Davey him. Richards is the person who deserves to be in the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame, who they're going to snub.
0: Kind of gather that we would we would raid on on Twitch. Davey Richards. No, so, I don't know.
1: <laughs> See, that might read. You're trying it as a compliment. But come on.
0: uh uh, Dennis 30 works saying trios tough.
1: matches are AEW's version of sports entertainment. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, baby. Did you love this one, Zoops?
0: I, 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 it's funny. You sort of nailed my feeling on it early on where I was like, I don't want trios matches. And then I sort of did. I, I got into it. I was like, oh, yeah. Cole and, Cole and Red Dragon as a little, as a thing that sort of runs through some, some trios on this card and on this roster could be pretty good. They're, they're very good at what they do. But maybe mm-hmm. I just want... Red Dragon matches, right? Maybe that's maybe that's what it's actually burning me and i and it's coming through the like I did like the a lot of the sort of bigger spots that they put together. But then I'm also like, I think I just want Red Dragon doing tag matches.
1: Uh yeah. Have we gotten a red dragon tag match yet?
0: They had well, do you count the do you count the th- the triple threat as a tag match? Because they were sorry, yeah. That's a good point. Uh
1: a traditional two V two uh tag match. Has one happened yet?
0: Someone will have to Rampage, right? Did they get one right as soon as they came in? It feels like if they did one, they probably did one in their first appearance, right? Yeah, that does make sense. The double doomsday device was very sick, I
1: agree. And worth noting, right match in the right place this crowd was unglued for this match I, I i took notice luchasaurus got a giant chant in here i'm not sure i've ever heard that before as bobby fish is choking him out luchasaurus trying to bring it back to life i was like what is going on here but san antonio was here for this card tonight which i think you correctly pointed out so you really did uh add a little bit of special sauce yeah double x307 saying two six mans the tag rumble and the three-way revolution yeah interesting Yeah, give her a dragon a tag match.
0: Come on. I think it's one of those things where what they get into with this tag division, and I think this is what the problem is: is they uh, all these teams that like if we if we show them, then we have to explain why these guys aren't fighting for the belts, right? I think that's that's what keeps happening with this tag division. I think you're right.
1: Uh, Anyway, Cole pins Jungle Boy here, which I think is an interesting call. I sort of thought Luchasaurus would be taking the pin here, uh, but he does not. I did think Cole would get the win as we are advancing this inevitable
0: Hangman and him rematch, which I do expect Hangman to win, but Cole wins one along the way. Good match. Yeah. Yeah, nice hot opener when the crowd definitely elevated it, as we said. Keith
1: Lee is backstage with Marvez getting interviewed, but he's interrupted by Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, and they're letting him know, hey, what happened on Friday? If you win a match, we're always going to be there. We're going to be attacking you. Basically saying, they're going to be a shadow. They're going to be following him. They're always going to be there for Keith Lee. Uh, mileage will vary on Keith Lee's reaction. To me, this is the, the classic John Cena thing I hate. Uh, oh, here's Zeus. Come on.
0: <laughs> Good for him. We're constantly, like, constantly tensing his fingers while he, while uh, he listens.
1: Come on. Look we at Zoom. It
0: wouldn't throw you off if every time you were like on a thing, and I sat here like this.
1: yeah i would they would throw me off big time hard for you Uh, but maybe that's what he's trying to do true Uh, but he does the he does the john cena thing where he doesn't match tone with you as little as i Mm. like triple h he's so good if you want to be serious with triple h he'll like he'll oh you called me this like that's definitely serious right keith lee does what i didn't like about john cena where one person will give like an impassioned heated fu promo and they'll be like okay kid
0: right just person's like, like you're well, the you're the problem john cena <sighs> people come on every week and then it, his promo is always like i've seen this a million times it's like cool. yeah yeah
1: <laughs> Thanks, and like, this dismissiveness it's like can we uh match on here but this uh yeah uh, yeah is pointing out that keith lee doesn't know how to act like a human being so maybe that's fair enough not a good fair part enough. of it i'm still very excited for the inevitable matchups between keith and both of these gentlemen um but yeah kind of a, a bit of a throwaway segment but get keith on dynamite i, I need keith wrestling on dynamite
0: well, they also have to give people these this reason to tune into Rampage, which, as we've talked about recently, has sort of – we're starting to get the – yeah. Um, you are right about that. I say this from this segment. I like I like Ricky Starks sort of – just sort of the guy who's walking around talking shit because he, he comes up again and later on in the show where he's just sort of like walking by and he's like, hey, fuck you too. And it's like I like that. That's sort of the Ricky Starks that I think – the version of Ricky Starks that I really like. Maybe more natural too yeah Uh, ashley kutcher saying i thought his reaction to starks was perfectly appropriate yeah i said mileage will vary like
1: i i don't like when guys do that but if you don't care if you're like oh no he's he's the big strong guy why would he care about these people like i i think it's always better if it's like oh no you're saying you're saying something to me like i'm keith lee like i'll see like i like i want that uh but if that doesn't bug you yeah no it's it's totally totally fine it just doesn't advance the feud in any way like there's no it does not add any sort of heat doesn't make you want to see him kick their ass anymore it's like keith lee doesn't even care about this how could i care uh we get a quick video package here of Chris Statlander taking off her alien makeup. Zeubs, what's happening to the best friends? Sort of a theme throughout this episode. But is this uh next time we see Chris Statlander, is she gonna be normal?
0: Is it gonna be a new gimmick, a reduced version of the alien? What's your prediction here, Zeobs? I think somebody in our chat, I can't and I can't remember who it was. It might have been Scoots Brodo, but I, I could be wrong with this. Um this, we talked we were talking about Statlander's alien sort of tie-in gimmick thing earlier last year, or pardon me, late, late last year. And they mentioned that like, you can explain this in 10 seconds if you're just like, Statlander is use this to deal with the trauma or like use yeah. this to get over something or use this to grow. It's like, yeah. Got Immediately it. you're just like, yeah, I, I totally one get it. One video package, one yeah. promo. And I think they took a step in that direction here tonight. And I think I think it is a positive thing. I think yeah. we have sung her praises multiple times on this channel. I think she has the, she has the, all the in-ring ability to hang with anybody in this division. And I think she has a ton of charisma and I think this can happen. And I, I, I really do think it's not tough the way that, that they've told some good stories. I think if they can tell one of the good stories that they've told with people like Eddie King, and I, we're putting in rarefied air here with Kingston and Hangman, but someone who of learns to grow and learns to develop and learns to be a, a, a better version of themselves. Uh, I think that's something they've done very well and i'm optimistic they can do that here yeah big gain for me
1: uh i think like you pointed out we're both big
0: chris statlander people i think we've really come
1: along with her as well i don't think she was one of our early favorites in the aw women's division but then as time's gone on i think she sort of emerged you know as the chunky t rubbed up to say but but she has sort of emerged as somebody that we like and think sort of belongs i think maybe nyla rose and her are the two that we sort of think well if you're looking for for people in that echelon these are two people that you or i will recommend often uh, but as much as I like her before, this is a, a huge value add for me. If she's going to exist in that title scene, I just, I do think ultimately you're limited by, well, you, you're forced to make a choice. It's like the Ember Moon thing. It's like, are you the vampire werewolf or are you, a, or are you normal person? Cause we're get, and so Chris Statlander now doesn't have to deal with any of that. She can figure out who Chris Statlander is without like, okay, when do I do the boop in my matches and when do I sort of do backwards speak? So yeah, uh, already a big fan of Chris Statlander, but a, uh, nothing but positive
0: here for me. And I think if you are, as Sam Fells pointed out earlier, that you, that you shut it up when he resubscribed, are going to do Heal Ruby Soho, I think that's a great place to get yep. this new focused growth Statlander um, really into a new, in, into that idea of us, of where, where we have her. Because we've been putting her, when we talk about the women's title picture, we see somebody that we have continued to put on that bubble and, like, been ready yeah. to put in with anybody in, in that division in any matchup at any time. She's somebody we were very willing to do. Uh, I think this is a step in that direction. Agreed. Ashley Kutcher are saying she should keep the boop, though. Uh, I agree,
1: but oh, she shouldn't do it for two years. And then in a big match, she finally is, like, and right. the person's, like, so thrown off by it. And then you get the biggest reaction, least work.
0: That's her. Um But, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see where this goes. Talk about seeing through the business every so often i think people people they don't it, it's the everyday brilliance on a comment like that josh that, that you have to see build up over time to go wow just <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're too you're too good to be zooms come on that's that's that one's uh that one's easy oh boy zooms. So, a couple people uh tagged me on twitter last week saying there's some josh bait on this week's episode of the show they're of course talking about willer yuda t- and chuck taylor taking on Brian Danielson john moxley and i didn't know this part but with william regal on commentary Ah, i i wish i couldn't talk about this i could just settle in and watch this again i'm not saying this was cm punk mjf on tv in terms of quality or even like the parking lot brawl uh but in terms of like i'm gonna sit back and just enjoy this one i really loved this match i thought you cannot talk about this match without william regal on commentary i tweeted this out from our account at wrestling underscore brain but i mean it He was on commentary for about two minutes, and I was just like, should he just be on commentary? (laughs) Like, is he best served with Brian and Mox, or should he just be on commentary? Because I really thought he was excellent here. Before we dive into the
0: match itself, did you agree with me that Regal elevated this match? I was going to say to you that... uh... I could listen to an audio recording of this match and be like <laughs> yeah. extremely satisfied. You don't even you almost don't even need the visuals. The visuals were incredible and it continued and it told a great story. But you could just listen to the commentary track on this and be like, oh, great match. It's it's sort of yeah, that. I totally it's, agree. It's sort of in that way. He I tweeted out myself and we can't Josh, we can't let this show just become. We take turns saying I tweeted this, but <laughs>
1: right. right, Regal. Okay, the last time. Now it's banned. Yeah, banned
0: term. Regal. I was trying to plug. I know. I, to plug I on do it. Twitter. I do it the worst. I do it the worst. That's almost a rule for me more than it is for you. Um, he's been like perfect is underselling how much he is is an asset. It's unbelievable. It's un- I am just like you're immediately as you were two minutes into commentary. You're just like. I'm so happy that this guy's involved in this in any way. (laughs) I, I, you know, he's been great as a manager for these guys very quickly. He would be great as a commentator. He'd be great as a GM figure. He would be great behind the scenes. You never saw him. He would be great uh, managing a singles. Like it's it's perfect. Uh, Every moment that he's been involved uh, has been so focused and so uh, has served to elevate everybody involved in this. Thrilled, thrilled with with Regal's involvement
1: area thrasher pointing out one of my favorite lines as well when regal sees danhausen for the first time and goes who is the demon (laughs) waif uh let's get into the match a little bit here zoobs a uh a hard-hitting wheeler yuda affair maybe is how to call this this match around so many things first of all Commentary putting over Chuck Taylor in a way that really only I do online. Did you notice how much they were Chuck Taylor's having a great match? Well, wow, they you really can't underestimate Chuck Taylor, John Moxley not taking Chuck Taylor seriously. I really appreciated how much these guys were going out of their way to, to put emphasis on Chuck Taylor because he gets taken out of this match by a paradigm shift on the outside and is taken out of it for I don't know 20, percent but a while he's gone. And uh it's very nice. I thought that they loaded in the praise in the beginning. He does a ton of work horsing in this match the the snapmare on the outside an absolute blast uh y- you know me I, I, everything when chuck was on offense was a blast but even selling to the outside for daniel or what he slaps on the single leg boston craig and his uh crab and is just smiling i don't know if they brought it up on commentary but last time brian danielson and chuck taylor faced one another chuck tapped ryan you got that right uh i was hoping to do it again but no such luck um just a really well thought out match that took account of tag rules and was classic you were building for this chuck taylor hot tag originally he gets mauled and now these two monsters are isolated with young underdog wheeler Yuta, who is going to not only look phenomenal in this but he is going to get over with not only the audience but brian and john moxley and looks uh, to be a prospective danielson dojo uh
0: student awesome uh there's a really well done subtlety to some of the stories they do here In in this company, and I think we are, as you said, maybe we're not putting it on the level of Punk MJF right now for the sort of brazen in your face how epic and dramatic it has been. But there is sort of a subtle thing as like how much everything has made sense for the last like – everything with with Danielson, maybe it hasn't hit the CM Punk dramatic heights. But like everything has made sense and been this one long consecutive thing that you can trace now for – Three months probably is sort of, and when we're we're it still feels like we're in the early stages of it, and it's, and it's picking up steam, and it's only getting more focused and more refined. I think Listen, it with is the elite,
1: not the focus of the show. The show benefits in that way if you prefer that style. Like that's yeah, it just has
0: uh, the fact that they're fighting best friends to start, uh, and and sort of it is a team with Danhausen and with uh, Orange Cassidy, and to a lesser extent uh, the best friends. and 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 trent is you know in the eyes of danielson and mox here aren't don't take it seriously right right and wheeler from they they identified him from the start in that opening promo that danielson was talking about is a guy that like doesn't really fit in with that because he does have this gear and to bring that out early in there and tell do so much at once while also establishing Danielson and, and Mox as a more right. refined team every week. They're they're getting better. They're more ruthless. They're on the same page. They're like they're getting really well oiled. I love the comparisons to to Tully and Iron. It's like it's it's a brawler and a technician. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's it, two elite different styles that are the similarity is the violence and the pain. Uh, I thought just really well done in a on a lot of levels. And I obviously we said to start this and to wrap it up again, Regal, spelling that out for you. In beautiful language, the whole way from the very beginning, I think, I think JR says he wasn't sure if uh, Yuda had more smarts or it was like strength or smarts. Yeah. And Uh, I think he said, right. That's right. Guts are smarts. And, And Regal was immediately like, no, he has smarts. Like that's it's. Yeah like a, he's he, he's using just, his speed i think is what we yeah, said there. He, he, he's it, like no no he's he's trying to get a speed advantage
1: here it's like god yeah well <laughs> <laughs> tell him bill you need to tell him
0: yeah it's just uh, sort of the, the the way to look at it and the way to speak through things uh what a benefit and if he is not long for danielson and mox and instead goes into to announcing full-time boy sign me up for that right away
1: couple spots we have to call out the mox and brian heart attack was uh Directed directly at me, I suppose. I loved that spot. Uh, Making a play for against CM Punk and FTR's uh, biggest Bret Hart fans in the company. And Yuda Wheeler been watching some Okada, the, the bridging German, out of Mox's Paradigm Shift. I thought that looked outstanding at the end. Sort of the beginning of the end, that last reversal. But uh, loved that suplex out of uh, young Mr. Yuda. Post-match, Wheeler sort of... Sees that he he maybe wants to align himself with William Regal, Brian Danielson, and John He Walks up to William Regal, gets a slap for his troubles. Again, I'm coming alive for this. Uh, and William Regal, he says it off mic, but I took notes of some of the words I caught. He says, "Keep going. Maybe we'll talk again one day." Uh, he says, "No, no, you did good. So he's not he's not saying you're in. Uh, he's saying, you know, we see you. Keep going." And uh, maybe we'll uh, talk again one day. Best friends up on the ramp, looking at Wheeler, not in disgust but in disappointment. Loved everything about this match and post-match angle.
0: You have to love the confidence as well. Uh, Danielson and Mox both just like walking up, and it's such a such the easy wrestling thing as like the be- the immediate beat down, right? Yeah. But they both just walk up and like, go ahead, hit him. Like, hit Rico. Yeah, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, well, we'd love what to see. What a crew. Yeah, awesome. I uh, love the vibe these guys are rolling with. It's so perfectly at odds with what follows that I really just you love the big picture of this show. I, I it's great to have Dynamite on Wednesdays. What else can you say?
1: These guys are on collision with a certain society on this show, but we'll talk about that later. Zoobs, what we're going to do now is get to our first Keep It or Kick It of the evening. Of course, the segment where I think of a prompt from the wrestling world, and I throw it to you, these Zoobs, and the Brainiacs in the chat who must go over to your emotes bar and select either Keep It or Kick It, which if you select Keep It, it means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, and if you select Kick It, you despise it. You hate it. You never want to see it again. Zooms.
0: I sort of fumbled the intro, but you still understand the rules of keep it or kick it, right? I will never forget the rules to keep it or kick it. Well, you used to all the time, so you can't. Used to. I, I used to be a baby, you know? Well, things
1: change. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't let him. You can't let him box you in, Josh.
1: You know what version of that joke I like is being like, hey, I, I used to be 200 pounds small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. that's a good one uh Uh, first keep it or kick it of the evening zoobs we saw chris statlander taking the paint off of her face we see wheeler yuda maybe defecting from best friends so my statement is simply this keep it or kick it best friends drop the jokers and become just chucky t and trent beretta again keep 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 it or kick it
0: keep 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 I think these are guys that are getting lost in the sauce here with what's going on. Uh and I think they're a, a, a useful versatile very good tag team that should I, you could you could almost take a lesson from from losing the people that they've lost in the way that they've lost them, right? That's the sort the story yes. of so people aren't taking us seriously and I guess like it's time to sort of Reassess and, 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 you know, you, everybody has this. It's time for me to grow up, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, and Orange Cassidy can lead whatever Fallout guys or girls there are. Like Orange
1: Cassidy is way over enough to be a leader of that. Or if it's just him and Danhausen as a tag team, I think plenty of people would be
0: into that. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be one of them, but I think plenty of people would. Or like, you know, OC is sort of a, a, a <laughs> OC is sort of an affiliated You know, you know guy. why i didn't do that tonight? Well, he's facing Moss again.
1: Imagine pitching that to Brian or
0: Moss. No. Yeah, I'm absolutely. gonna roll up
1: from under the ring and put my hands at you and I need you to sell. And yeah, they can't bro, have bro.
0: what they can't have what should happen there is one of them just kicks him in the head when he does that. That can't happen. <laughs> that can't happen yet in the in the feud.
1: That is the spot that needs to happen. Brian grabs his wrists from the apron when he does that, just starts kicking his head in. Um looks like largely keeps from the, the chat. A uh, kick from Sam Fell's, a kick from Eric Hartman, a uh, kick from Pacefall. Uh, but keeps across the board from Scoots, Broto, Rusty Sheds, Dennis, Dirty Work, Area Thrasher. No clue what this is.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kevsel, Thomas PW, Ashton Kutcher, Chain Wallet Owner. Damn it, damn it, damn it. McGinnis and E Prime. The point from Pacefall, the kick because Rocky Romero has been a good addition. I would, I would almost like make him an exception as the like their best friends. They're they're a trio more than they are like. You said you said drop the jokers. I don't think I would. I would categorize. Rock. As...
1: I want them to be a tag team though. Like I want sure. them in the tag division as a tag team. Like Rocky Romero can find something to do. Like he's. I feel like not, I he's just on dynamite. Every yeah,
0: day. I feel like sometimes on this show you have to have a third guy to sort of get to continue to sort of be involved in things. Sure.
1: Okay, listen. You want that? They can go to Japan and they can team up as chaos again. There you go. Three of them all together. Oh, Okay, blowout. yeah.
0: <laughs> Chucky <laughs> should be Chuck Trent and Okada. Now we're talking. <laughs>
1: Well, that, now I got to Well, listen, the only problem is who's going to pay attention to Trent. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget, Okada said, "Chucky T and I are the make the best tag team in the world. Together, we will change pro wrestling." That's from Okada. I'm. I want to do a show where I just watch the best friend show where they talk about Okada. I love all of those
0: stories. <laughs> love this match, Soups. Yeah, great stuff. Great to have this be the show as always. Kevsell's saying
1: alternate idea Rapongi Vice is the tag team, and Chuck Taylor is a singles act. I don't hate that.
0: Chucky T in the TNT title picture? Chucky TNT, it writes itself. There we go. Yeah, get the... Get but i him a little higher. Get him on the phone.
1: Let's get let's get Chucky world title level more. Yeah, like.
0: Chucky and Punk, right? That's sort of the dream. The punk wishes. Okay. <laughs> uh an fdr promo backstage
1: uh like myself wearing a, a scott hall shirt tonight was dax uh wheeler what i thought was nice or uh, dax wilder pardon me another sort of rushed FTR promo here zooms and then and cash talking not Dax. they're doing our guys dirty zooms we're not we're not on a good couple weeks here run uh with fdr they're interrupted by the bucks here uh, who are who i guess this feud's back on they're explaining they're, i think they're sort of teasing either a gimmick change or a new manager for FTR some people saying bring in brett guys you don't want that you don't it's sad hearing brett talk these days he I not not an appearance like, with them walking yeah. out of the pay-per-view good brett is like a has-to-talk manager you don't want it
0: isn't you it you think you want it isn't it enough that everybody on the roster loves brett and imitates brett all the time yeah, that, yeah that's <laughs> isn't that good enough what we want um yeah i don't like matt jackson talking I think Nick Jackson talking is one of the funniest things in the world. I think Matt Jackson is one of those people who isn't funny and thinks he's funny. And which is like the worst thing I could think. Yeah. Of. Yeah.
1: He just real sucks. Josh, they call that.
0: You. Yeah. Uh, I don't think. Real <laughs> Josh. Listen, FDR aren't the, aren't the exposition guys. It's not the, they're not the yeah, guys that like wrap up this storyline and tell it like there. it's, it's fiery promos. It's tag team wrestling. Uh, they, they, this wandering through this stuff. Um, who knows
1: damn it damn it damn it saying aren't they getting managed by the midnight express guy um i think you're confused uh with the four horsemen guy tully blanchard who they kicked out last week you would not you would not be hard-pressed to miss it as it happened in a blink of an eye on last week's episode
0: uh ashley kutcher rightfully pointing out are we not going to mention the nick jackson piercing yeah next level stuff stuff. i love nick jackson unironically people think sometimes i'm doing a goof
1: i think you are doing a goof i think in your heart
0: you know he's no good no, are you really, truly? He is like the heartbeat of almost all of the good young bucks matches. <laughs> like, oh yeah,
1: in ring he's untouchable, and I think he's I definitely think, the better in ring. I player.
0: think he is funny in a way that Matt really wants to be funny, right? Where Matt okay, like okay. Matt like wants to be funny, and Nick is just like he just oozes this ridiculousness that uh, is hard to is hard to match. I really do legitimately enjoy everything I get from Nick Jackson pretty much all the time. There we go.
1: Well, I oh, hope this does lead to another FTR Bucks feud with the FTR maybe being able to pick up a win this time, but I'm not sure that... I, I couldn't tell if this was just the Bucks, like, pushing them towards a gimmick change, a new manager, or if this was the seeds being planted for a new feud. So we'll see. Listen, listen. It's the acclaimed promo. um, But they love doing it tonight. They're interrupted by Starks and Hobbs, uh, who say, listen, guys, it's your job to stop these new guys. I'm tired of this shit. Uh, I think this is kind of a nice... Uh, you know, A.W.O.G.'s thing, the Starks and Powerhouse and the Acclaimed. It's like, okay, you know, you you have to kick uh, Keith Lee's ass. But who doesn't like that they don't like new guys? It's Swerve Strickland. <laughs> Whose house is out? He calls Rampage his show. He says, if you got a problem with new guys, you can wrestle me anytime. I, I don't know if I got announced later on in the show because I missed the Friday announcements things. But I thought that this would probably lead to Bowens and uh, Swerve for Rampage. Did that happen?
0: I uh, missed it, but probably I love it. I love that match. Give me that for sure. I thought all these guys were good at talking in this match and all seem believable. I
1: understand what, Hey, I don't like, well, we're teaming up because we don't like the new guys, but we're still annoying heels interrupting you. Hey, I'm a new guy. You got a problem with me? All good stuff to me. Awesome. Everybody loves the acclaim. So Sam wrote. road, maybe. <sighs> uh. Zeus, I feel like we're going to have a lot to say about this Jericho Appreciation Society segment. <laughs> um, do you want to do it before or after? Are we splitting merch match tonight or is it one we segment got, at
0: the end? We got two. We're we still splitting merch match. We, we're, we're, th- we're at the Sweet 16 in merch match. We have two Beautiful. matchups from every single region. Uh, let's, do, let's do Jericho Appreciation Society because I cannot wait to dig into it. Then we'll do the first eight matchups from the Sweet 16. or Pardon me, the first four matchups from the Sweet 16. sure this is definitely
1: the meatiest thing on the back half of the show okay then let's do it let's get into the jericho appreciation society um first of all because this is my platform too many complaints in our mentions this week about how bad the name is folks you're you're missing the point it's supposed to be a self-aggrandizing annoying the the thing is a jericho self-worship group like that's that's the thing and then people are i saw on twitter it's like oh and they're still using judas get a new song you're missing the point of what this faction is You're the boat. The boat is coming on and you're standing there. You're going, I better learn how to swim. It's supposed to that. That's the point. Uh, The Jericho Appreciation Society is out. Chris Jericho at this point, 2.0, Matt Lee and Jeff Farmer uh, and Jake Hager. You guys love that song, don't you? Opens up tonight. I had to get it out you guys love that song don't you it's one of the best lines spoken on dynamite this year <laughs> i i was uh gleeful during this segment oh, i yeah. thought this was you've been calling for that jericho heel turn for a while just oh i can't take any more babyface jericho can't slim down heel jericho doing this again you got me you got me i i thought everything here just absolutely great uh in fact treading on too entertaining as for the first half of this they cannot get this crowd to boo they are trying to give a promo that is so worshipy to jericho that it elicits brew booze but the crowd first of all recognizes that jericho is a pretty important guy and matt lee and chris jericho are entertaining people <laughs> delivering this promo. they can't buy booze they're like he's like i i built this company just on my back and people like, yeah thank you chris he like did, yeah. <laughs> uh really awesome stuff here with uh, introducing the the jas uh but this whole promo do you want to jump in yours Do you want me to cover the whole thing then we react
0: get through it absolutely go
1: through it we sort of pivot in the middle of this promo to talking about um how chris jericho and his his gang are sports entertainers uh they're not wrestlers they're here to sports entertain of course if somehow i shouldn't say somehow lots of people are new to AEW. in new york you are not allowed to say pro wrestling or call it wrestling yes that company that is called world wrestling entertainment you are not allowed to call their product wrestling on their television that is true so they call it sports entertainment uh the reason for this is that they could dodge athletic commissions and tax laws as a competitive sport uh, which isn't even the case anymore but was when they were exiting the steroid trials anyway uh this is a hot spot for this crowd who finally gets mad but never matters zoobs when daniel garcia goes hey I, d- I don't know if i like the sounds of this he grabs the mic and goes and he sort of teases that he's going to be the wrestler and i think maybe you or i had predicted last week that daniel garcia might defect from this group uh master here he does not he goes if you're going to call yourself a sports entertainer
0: well then so
1: and people, oh, people it. they don't want Daniel Garcia the sports entertainer
0: <laughs>
1: daddy magic Matt Menard we're, the 2.0 is bad creative and a stupid name says Chris Jericho we're using real names now holy moly they are the Jericho appreciation society and they attack pro wrestlers to <laughs> Hanger, to close us out this segment Woo! This was this was a whole lot of fun to me. Zubes. I was smiling for for this whole time, laughing at parts. Just an awesome segment.
0: As truly, you know, you hear this this description thrown around. I was truly beaming, smiling, watching this, bright, like having the time of my life in, in a way that you don't get legitimate, like belly laugh, uh, comedy out of wrestling. Awesome. The, every every note, every note perfect. The Jericho's hair, uh the look, the it, big beautiful daddy magic in the all white with the red shoes. Daddy Magic Matt Menard. Uh that is truly special. The even even stupider names is so perfect. I was thrilled with all this. The Garcia thing you talk about Knowing exactly what the crowd wants and doesn't want, uh, <laughs> truly amazing, truly amazing. Jericho does it again. Yes, indeed. Uh, Chris Jericho saying uh, that they're using their real names instead of calling himself Chris Jericho. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Uh, yeah, yeah Chris Irvine
1: is what he should have been
0: referencing. Uh, January sixth, uh, just like throwing that even even that little like nugget, like unbelievable unbelievable the stories and the the build here and the payoff everyone's the colors everyone's got like the earth tone colors on behind him and he has the purple and the black uh unbelievable unbelievable what a play what what can you even say he's done it again you guys love that song
1: don't you It's (laughs) it's the best thing he holds up the mic and he said, You love the song. And you know who gave you that song? Okada, but he sang Jericho. Um It's also just like nice to not have to hate Chris Jericho. Right. Well, I mean, he's healed now, but it's like not be like, oh, Jericho is from the Eddie Kingston feud and match to this, Jericho's one of the top performers on this show right now. Uh
0: and a continued win for the you know, our agenda of Matt Lee being the guy. <laughs> he has to be the he has to go first he has like he, he, he you have to get that out of the way or the crowd's gonna go nuts waiting for oh. it uh of course he's the first guy in the in the faction to talk daddy magic he is daddy the magic matt menard number one daddy magic perfect he, he had to say it now because he knew that i was coming for it he knew three weeks from now it's, that's all mine
1: the best uh, I thought some uh, <laughs> some great selling by the the group at large uh, while Jericho was talking. Of course, uh, I, I didn't catch uh, Jeff Farmer's new name, but uh, what do you think about the name changing? Is this a Matt and Jeff thing to get away from the Hardys?
0: I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean not that Matt Lee and Jeff Parker were especially great names in the in the, the previous. But yeah, I saw people
1: being like, oh, AW fans will complain when they change Walter's name, but not
0: Matt Lee's. It's like, once again, that's the whole point.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, it's like you're you're telling on yourself. You're just you are telling on yourself. You are saying I am dumb. Please, please explain this to me.
0: Telling on yourself. I liked Big Magic Matt Lee, too. Yeah, I like. Yeah, Big yeah. Magic.
1: I'm with good friend, Jake. I, I like the name Big Magic Matt Lee. Daddy Magic Matt Menard, though, could, you know, we get something. There.
0: Yeah, and he can he can, I think. I think you can always go back to Big Magic. Big Magic, Matt Menard still works. I love it. Anything else you'd like to say? Oh, eventually, is this leading to Garcia Jericho? That makes sense. That's a if, and if that's if that is the payoff, that rocks. Right. That's uh, that'll do nicely. Let's not
1: forget Jake Hager was there.
0: Yes, <laughs> delivering the death blow at the end of the promo.
1: That was a good line. Although making him say S is mean. Guy's got a speech impediment. You're going to go J-A-S. That's mean
0: to do. It's actually uh, beautiful.
1: I like Jericho putting him over. It's like, listen, this is the guy who's been beside me. I didn't know what he was talking about, that he'd been beside him since 2012. Did they have a, uh, was he Jericho's bodyguard in New York in a way that I do not remember at all?
0: I don't remember that either. To be honest. Awesome. To be honest.
1: Uh, were they not 2.0 because their names are Matt and Jeff? Says Matty Mac. I don't understand the question. Were there were they not two point because their names are Matt and Jeff?
0: Were they not two point because their names are Matt and Jeff? Oh, as in like they're the two, they're the second coming of Matt and Jeff? They're, they're Matt and Jeff two point oh.
1: Oh, is that why their name was two point oh? No, I think it's like a rebirth from who they were in NXT. I see let's get back to dynamite here Zoobs, after a thrilling uh edition of merch madness as the hardy boys get their first AEW match taking on matt hardy protege's private party crowd super alive for the entrance of the hardys dead for the beginning of this match and then insanely hot for the end of this match i wasn't sure if they were just blown out from the jericho segment maybe or whatever it was but uh thought an interesting crowd reaction here great bits of commentary here making because you run into the problem where the Hardy Boys have to be booked strong, but Private Party is also, you know, they, a team that they should just squash. But like, no, you might think that, but Private Party has spent months as the understudy of Matt Hardy. Their favorite tag team is the Hardy Boys. They know these guys inside and out. I thought that was just a nice, that's all it takes to just make it all make sense and fall into lockstep. Did you Did you like this one as much as the crowd at the end? Zooms, boy, howdy, they were alive for the Jeff Hardy offense in this one.
0: People like the uh people like the the Hardy boys, man. You you said it. You said it the whole way. People like the Hardys. Not that, not that simple sometimes.
1: It really is. And I think in particular they like Jeff Hardy even though I thought the return of Team Extreme Matt here was good to see, the long sleeves tucked into the jeans and the Jankos. They they it's so weird that they can feel Guy Fieri is like this. Where Guy Fieri has frosted tips and wears wristbands on the forearm in 2022 and it's like, yeah, that works. Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy dressed like they do in
0: 2003, and it just sort of works for whatever reason. Uh, I was pretty into this match. They're being themselves. They're being themselves, and uh, decent showing for them from the from the uh, the party the party guys.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. The silly string still isn't much as a finisher for me, and I thought this one looked a little bad. The Hardys aren't going to make any of your finishers look great either. They're both going to be limited at this point in terms of what they can do, but in terms of getting people invested in your matches, they're basically all you could ask for. And, um, yeah, I mean, first time back, all this sort of thing. I don't want to be rough on the guy, but Jeff Hardy, that it was might have been the most tired guy I've seen in an AEW ring. He was <laughs> exhausted at the end. He's like hands Pretty on quick. his knees, mouth agape at points in this match, but he's a returning vet who's been through the road. Should he have? Does he need to be the CM Punk Iron Man? Not really, you, you know, part of the yeah.
0: character. There you go. I think we skipped out of order here. I think we missed the uh, Wardlow Scorpio Sky happened before this
1: oh yeah you know what zooms i turned the page and yet i didn't need to because i had done it as we went into merch match
0: had a thought maybe that was what happened. happen wardlow
1: versus scorpio sky thank you for getting us back on track that is why you are the Zoobs for the tnt title wardlow of course winning his opportunity at aw revolution in the aw face of the revolution ladder match uh here he is paying that off uh if you thought the jericho segment made you laugh dan lambert wearing sammy guevara's old interim second belt uh, that got a legitimate laugh out loud sitting in my uh, little studio here out of me, which was outstanding. Wardlow versus Scorpio Sky. Tons of interference from the ATT crew, Austin Vanderford, PVZ. What did you think of this match, Suits?
0: Uh Not to the heights of the other parts of the show, um, but I, you know what? I was, I was low-key believing. I think we've had enough energy in this chat and enough momentum behind Wardlow that we sort of felt like... Uh, there was a chance he was going to win tonight, right? There was a, there was a, it was in the air that he could, it could be a very yeah. quick rain for Scorpio Sky and they're going to pull the trigger, or it was going to be the MJF thing and we didn't know which way it was going to be. And they let us get far enough down both roads that sort of it, the finish of that was in doubt either way. So, uh, I did enjoy it. I'm not the hugest Scorpio Sky fan.
1: Um, well, I mean, this is the problem. He's probably, he's one of the least
0: over guys. Somebody has. Maybe, But I guess, you know, somebody out there has to be legitimately probably is the biggest Scorpio Sky fan. It's not me, but somebody. Well, yeah,
1: me. he's definitely not on this stream.
0: Don't even need to be that big of a fan, I don't think, to be Scorpio. No, Sky I mean, if you just were like, oh, guy. yeah, he's all
1: right. You, yeah, that might be you. <laughs> um, Yeah, listen, he he's the most he's the least over champion I think AW will have had. I don't think that doesn't mean he can't build into something good. I thought this match was pretty good. I, I did. So it was sort of a weird question to ask you in talking about this match, but this is the one that crosses my mind. When you're watching a wrestling match, where are you looking?
0: Ooh, I usually usually on one of the usually on one of the two guys, depending on what's going cool. on. Cool. So I'm watching usually in the middle and just sort of taking in
1: the action. I think, but I made a real concerted effort in this match just to watch Wardlow because this felt, you know, his first title opportunity. This seems like a good Scorpio's guy, not the best about it, but definitely somebody I think people would use the word serviceable uh, in this role, who is good and can do a good enough match. I was kind of underwhelmed by Wardlow in some spots here. Um, who knows Scorpio Sky, how much chemistry they have. I don't think Wardlow's bad. I don't even think Wardlow needs to be a good wrestler to maintain this amount of overness. But a lot of interference in this match to get to something that I thought sort of ended up as okay. And I like I like well-placed interference, and I thought there was some in this match.
0: Yeah, and we got... Uh... As you said, Dan Lambert wearing the title was pretty special. (laughs) Wow.
1: What do you think of Scorpus champion? Is is this a spot to grow? Like, does the Scorpus champ is one thing, but with all ego, with Dan Lambert, with Paige Van Zandt, with Austin Vanderford, who it was hilarious to see him get Wardlow's face because he just got his ass kicked last Saturday by the great Gegard Musasi, the
0: young vagabond. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not a ton. I, I think we're. I think we've been warm now on the TNT title for a, a, a short while since the disappearance of Cody. Sort of hasn't yeah. been uh, hasn't been quite figured out. I don't think. I agree with Tom Hummel that the agent of this match did a good job. Like it was well laid
1: out, and the interference was at good points and made sense. Although, so Sean Spears comes out for the interrupt, chair shot, chair shot, kick out, kick out. Wardlow survives all this stuff, this huge beatdown, and then he misses offense into the post, and he gets pinned off that. That felt really weird to me.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, Ethan Bates probably had the night off, I'm going to guess, Trilly McGinnis. I'm not too sure. But yeah, he sh- should he be out there for the Scorpio defenses? You're probably right. Yeah, I think so. Strange all around. Yeah. Can you
0: carry? I just want to run upstairs really quickly. Can you carry?
1: Can yeah, me? you got it, brother. Worth noting that uh, commentary keeps talking about how Wardlow has no, no friends in the locker room. Like this pairing with MJF May have helped him financially, but he he has been isolated by the damn locker room. So now that he's getting beaten da- down, he has no lever to pull. He has no friends to come and help him. And in that moment, the crowd started chanting for CM Punk. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing CM Punk get involved helping Wardlow at some point. if CM Punk was the the one guy who would help Wardlow out in a pinch because uh it was depressing to me. It's like Wardlow's left all of his evil friends and now no good guys want to hang out with him and save him from all the bad guys. So, yeah, kind of, I, I agree with Tom Hummel saying that the agenting was good. It was well laid out, but I just didn't wasn't in love with this match. And that brought us back, oh yeah, I guess I should say that uh, MJF post-match comes out, and he pays off Dan Lambert, saying, you know, he's been in, uh, in cahoots with Dan, doing this whole thing where he's going to pay off Dan Lambert to make sure Wardlow doesn't get the title, so MJF doesn't have to, It's smart because MJF knows that he can't beat Wardlow one-on-one, so he recruits a group to make sure that he doesn't win the TNT title, especially since he let MJF out of, or sorry, rather, let Wardlow out of that contract. Wild. I thought this was okay. I'm still, I still have hope for the Wardlow singles babyface push. It isn't like this is all gone, Pete Tong or anything. Do people like this more than me? What is the chat saying? They should have Dark Order help him. I hate that idea. Wardlow is too strong to lose on a face into a pole. Yeah, I agree. Ashton Kutcher position as Lex Luthor to Wardlow Superman. Yeah, that's right. Whew. Welcome back. You Thank were quick. You. Thank you very much. Zoops, so, so we then move on to a Jade Cargill and smart Mark Sterling promo. Uh, He puts over the kiss of doom. Uh, that this is Jade's big thing, that it's better to basically have anything have happen to you than Jade put her sort of Black Widow's kiss on you, leading to your impending doom. I thought this was one of their uh, less good promos. I usually like Jade and Smart Mark together. I, I didn't love this one.
0: It's a different dimension than than sort of the straightforward, she's going to stomp you into the earth and she has no competition sort of thing. There, You have to sort of... Test out the limits and push the boundaries. And uh, it's all part of the expectation of her growth and change. So, um, yeah, I agree. It's not the easiest. The easy formula is she goes out there and you look at her and you're like, yeah, she could kill anybody that she came across with her bare hands. And Mark certainly says, yeah, she could. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> it can be as simple. They have to sort of push this. Um, I don't think it's that necessary that they have. She has to have like an extra thing beyond being bigger and stronger and faster. And tougher. Yeah, right. So.
1: Yeah, have Goldberg's the the prototype for this sort of push. It's like, you didn't need all that dressing, right? Yeah. Big ass kicker who can last the longest.
0: The, the, uh, Jay, the the could... kiss of
1: do me. It's fine, says baseball. Oh, this guy. Take off. Uh, she said that too. There you go.
0: The whole promo could be like, she has green hair now. And you'd be like, you are right. <laughs> yeah. You are correct. And that
1: is true. She does have green hair now. Prove me wrong. I can't. So that brings us into the Hardys and uh, Proud and Powerful or uh, sorry, a private party match. Correct. After the match, the Andrade family office is out uh, to attack the Hardys. Uh, They're outnumbered again. We need Butcher and Blade on TV more. I
0: thought they looked awesome here. Andy. Yeah. Butch looked incredible tonight. Just like both of them. Yeah.
1: I thought they looked really excellent. We need to get these guys. uh, If they even are just Andrade's enforcers, that works for me. But private party can go do something else and just have these two guys flanking Andrade. I actually think that's a really good act and sort of evocative of La Sombra and Los Ingobernables in Mexico when you know you get masks and it's it's not as cool as Lij Japan. It's like a little more all over the place and I think Butcher and Blade they're not a perfect uh, analog for that, but there, there's something approaching it. Yeah. Uh, so it's really just my dislike for private party here. Darby Allen and Sting come out for the save. Uh, big reaction for these two. And we've got Darby Allen standing off as uh, they the heels all run away. Darby Allen, Sting, and the Hardy Boys in ring. And it did cross my mind. Zoobs. has Darby Allen just worked with all of his favorite wrestlers at this point? Like if you had to guess who Darby Allen's favorite wrestlers are, yeah. who would just who are some names? You'd say
0: for sure. He probably, ha- I'm sure he has everybody he's worked with. He probably has Foley on there and Terry Funk, yeah. sort of, so that, that sort of guys.
1: Exactly. Foley, Punk, Hardy, Sting, and he's just standing in ring with them. That's got to be pretty special for
0: uh, Darby. Absolutely um yeah you know what i had that thought during the during the private party match i was like it's th- something that we we talked about in the past with ftr working with some of the people they've worked with um is it a good sort of that undercurrent of like it, how amazing must it be for private party to be working with the hardys on tv like that's unbelievable dream come true type stuff for a very young tag team
1: yeah they've worked the young bucks and uh matt and jeff hardy that's i imagine when four months before AEW started, they probably were not like, oh, that's right around the corner.
0: Yeah, amazing. Pretty cool.
1: Uh, there's a Red Velvet promo here uh, talking about her match on Friday. I thought she was very natural and good here. I thought this was a good Red Velvet promo. Um, I can't remember who was on right now. It was not Layla Hirsch. It was Jackie, uh, help me out here. Who was Red Velvet talking shit on here? It was like 10, 12 seconds long. But I thought she came across really naturally.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, I love, I love, I love uh, the, we missed, I don't know if we missed it, we had, um, the professor was in earlier in this episode. Uh, right. Yeah. She also has a little video package earlier on this. Loving, loving the professor, professor of pro wrestling and and Shida uh, tangling again, fight forever because Shida's back. Yeah. Their last one wasn't that good. Make sure that
1: whenever these two are facing off, they have time on TV. I think the last one was like seven minutes or something. It's like these two, if you're going to build up a feud like this, oh, it was Layla.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I was, well, I was I referencing an earlier promo that was Sheeta and... Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I got you, Zoops. A women's mariachi band <sighs> is standing on stage to play in Thunder Rosa. Now, Zeus, I think... Uh, actually, maybe I'll try and find a picture of this while you're talking. Uh, Andrade himself also got an amazing mariachi entrance in NXT, and this was... Uh, this is just such a good move for these uh, wrestlers with Mexican heritage. It is... Who does not think that this is one of the immediate best entrances of the year? outstanding with the band right
0: yeah and and her and her like absolute 10 out of 10 the look the sombrero the flags the face paint um i thought it was amazing everything here ruled yeah this was complete and utter like everything about this kicks complete ass Uh, a huge fight actually had a huge fight feel the the, the cage match coming down big big feel Uh, a great job of sort of elevating this and they did this with the previous time these two clashed in the in the lights out match uh really made it feel very big this entrance
1: i think the great show really helped this match this momentum carried here this crowd was so hot for thunder rosa was booing brit breaker was so ready for this title change which i think we all saw coming given that they were in san antonio but listen i didn't really think it was the right call to put it on thunder rosa but if you are going to do it tonight was the right call this crowd took to her in an amazing way and i thought this match while disjointed in moments was largely really good. I still don't know if I prefer it to the lights out match, but uh, lots of good hardcore wrestling here, uh, exchanging blood That swinging double knee over the rope that uh, Rosa does is maybe my favorite move of hers. Um,
0: did you like this one? Zoops? I did. Yeah. I, I thought it's, it, it's good to continue to elevate this title. And I thought it was fitting of the end of Brit's title run a sort of had a, had some size to it. Um, I agree. I agree with, uh, Maddie Mac to an extent. He said, I thought Britt was not very good in it. She was, she was sort of had, wasn't, I don't think it was her best match. Uh, lots of walking. Yeah. But lots of just like walking to another spot. Overall, I bought into, I bought into the big fight feel and I was ready for the title change. And, um, you know, I think the easy complaint that uh, a lot of us had was like, they, we wanted this to be part of revolution sort of be the, to be a big, um, to be this big, show we wanted revolution to be a little bit more delivering between these two and it feel a little bigger and did that have hit the heights that the rest of the show hit um i think it also does sort of when you think about it now make sense to give her this moment to give Mm -hmm. them a main event to give it a hometown show to make it feel a little bit bigger than maybe would have gotten lost on that card with how much big stuff happened there yeah maybe hey yeah
1: it's always tough to measure that exact sort of thing but yeah you you might be right um the people pointing out that the Britt pointing out the no selling the ref bump. I mean, the ref also sort of no sold that whole thing was just a weird sequence. Uh, Britt accidentally kicks him, but then he has to get over to the ropes for the throwout. So it's like he's like, Oh, walks over there and then gets it. Was a little, it wasn't the perfect match, but the crowd was so hot. They wanted Thunder to win, they were coming alive for her offense. She was getting in tons of offense. Uh, right out the gate, Rosa was fighting Angry, which I really liked. Just a, a, a noticeably different aggression than the last two matches something i I don't i hate to repeat a point and sound you know everybody knows i feel this way about things but some some big top rope spot has to fucking pin someone eventually like this chair pyramid we're gonna set up three rows of pyramid like czw this pins people like this pins people in death matches and in (laughs) AEW, it gets like a like 1.9 count out of brick like it's there was there's points where it's like okay brit isn't if this was wardlow or nyla rose or somebody's getting like a monster push i sort of get it but how do you buy her just getting pinned by anything else later on in this match after just a literal assembly of a structure to put somebody through and again as somebody who appreciates death matches it's hard for me to not just draw that direct comparison it's like if it finishes a match there Surely it gets at least like a two point nine here. No, nope. <laughs> hey, look at this. Do, does it does the just show the pin or it the kick out?
0: It doesn't. No, oh,
1: it's so early. It's like one, two. Anyway. What's the Thunder Rose Rain do for you, Zoobs? You, you you right call in your mind, right?
0: I think it's about time. I think people are tired of the Brit run. I think we could use a break from Brit on top. I think we could use a sort of a break from the same old Brit promo, the same old Brit stuff. I think she's somebody that has more range than just the person on top who's cocky about it. I think there's a melt, there's a meltdown coming. There's a spiral coming, and I think she has the capability to play all of these different parts of it. And I think um, back to showcasing what she's good at and sort of giving her some fresh stuff to work with. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested to see a shaken up division with, with, with a serious dub Statlander could be the very next thing here. I'd be very into that as, as, like, Statlander sees that she has to go against the new sort of workhorse top of the tops in the company in Thunder Rosa and has to be somebody who just works harder to get there. Um, and maybe she yeah. doesn't make it quite yet, but it helps, It gets her to that next level where she goes, darn, I'm right there. Like, I'm I'm in step. I just can't get, can't get caught up in all this bullshit. And then you get some deeper stuff going on um and then i'd be the
1: bullshit and she yeah. wins
0: yeah i'd be into that
1: uh i'll jump into the chat here for a sec dude. sever one saying "Well, look back well on uh brit's reign it got stale at the end but when brit first won the belt she was the hottest thing in the company she elevated this title for sure way more than its prior champions there's no good it may listen i wanted her to retain tonight i i don't think it's time to take it off of brit yeah or at least i don't think thunder rose is the person to take it off of brit or should have been so uh uh, okay, Tom Hummel asking, where does Jade go? Where does Thunder Rosa go? Jade goes to Deeb. I mean, she'll three or four more small people that she'll beat. Then she goes to Deeb,
0: and Thunder Rosa goes to uh, recently turned heel Ruby Soho. Not bad. Do you think Ruby needs to get a win here? It feels like Ruby is she, she just kept banging up against the Brit thing. Is she just, does she get a win over Brit? Is that was that where we go first with Ruby? What do we, what all do we do?
1: I know, she's won a hundred times on dark since last I saw her. Yeah, but, she might but,
0: be. She might be forty-two and one. <laughs> yeah,
1: she could be the number one right in AEW for all we <laughs> know. But uh, yeah, I mean, eventually, yeah, when the champion loses their belt, they can take another loss. So yeah, that's uh, that could be interesting too. I like that idea, Zoobs.
0: Yeah, I just feel like Ruby needs, needs to have a win here. We need to, she continues to sort of be in service of other people.
1: Part saying not Sheeta for TNT. He mean, uh, they mean TBS. Uh, Deeb is already having squashes every week. I've I don't want to re-explain it because people were here last week, but I think Jade comes out and survives the five minute challenge thing she's doing.
0: Yeah, kiss of
1: death. Uh, and I, I don't know that there's a ton of evidence that people are dying for a, a Sheeta push right now,
0: but we'll see. She, but Sheeta is a good. She could be a good, a good sort of like um, handshake in the middle challenger for. Thunder Rose to have on a on a Dynamite one week. I agree. Yeah, I would watch that.
1: I bet it even be good. Yeah. Zoobs, does that do it? Oh, I think for it does. This week's Dynamite. Boy, great show. After Kutcher saying that he's surprised that people weren't as savage for it as he was, I like this match quite a bit. I uh, I didn't. I thought the match of the night was the tag match with Chuck and uh, Willer, but
0: uh, but I like this match. Yeah stuff all in all a very good dynamite people seem to really enjoy which is all i my favorite thing is when everybody likes the show that makes me happy
1: yeah i like that too you're talking about
0: this show the a double dudes with these well, people know what gonna, they know what they're and, gonna seven on this one
1: uh as always Zoo, maybe i would like to take this chance to plug my patreon patreon.com slash j0shc five dollars a month first of all i need to keep talking about the discord i have a discord that for five bucks you can get into and it's the best wrestling dialogue going all the time <laughs> the hunks are saying you got to tell people more about this because they want good people and okay here so there's that but also my back catalog of solo wrestling brain episodes ecw month i just wrapped in february four episodes of that up there for you the Stu Hart awards giving back retroactively the greatest canadian wrestler going back to what year is it, it was 1980 i think that's 85 85 uh, as well as i will have wrestling brain radio uh one hour episode of entrance themes and a little bit of talkovers and fades and fades out covers and live versions Uh, coming up there next monday so uh, lots at
0: patreon.com slash j0shc awesome and uh just launched a blue jays podcast myself if you're into the if you're into baseball or the blue jays less than jays you got to check it out uh having the time of my life loving it The 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 spare time right now is all wrestling brain and less than jays i'm having a great time the blue jays signed matt chapman today i might just flick on the mic and record a thing just for the patreon there patreon.com slash less than jays uh subscribe to it where you get your podcast chapman oh my goodness what a day. What a day today has been uh, to kick off with that match at Manu. has been in a good mood all day. So uh, check out the thoughts. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's the People's Blue Jays podcast. It's what we're selling it as. You can go to a lot of places. I'll tell you this. I look, because I'm a Blue Jays fan, I examine the market. I understand. I'm, I'm looking to be entertained, right? And I examine the market. I said, man, there's a lot of podcasts you go in and the host, you know, the whole point is that the host is way smarter than you, right? The whole time, just beating you over the head with it. Not for me. Not me. I'm in. Not going to happen. I'm, I'm here to have a great time. I'm here to enjoy talking about the Blue Jays. Uh, it's a good show. We have lots of fun. Uh, it's, it's, it's the best. So uh, patreon.com slash less than Jays. Our friend, your best friend, Matt Prince did all the music for it and uh, crushed it. The music's so good. I'm so happy. The main theme is killer, right? Yeah. Go Mariners. We- story. <gasps> Hold on. Up. Scooch, I love baseball, man. I love the Mariners. Yeah. <laughs> are you any any idea how happy I am that the Mariners are going for it instead of the fucking Rangers or the athletics or the angels? Absolutely. Go Mariners. I hope they win the West by a large margin. I uh, have a Mariners bobblehead just outside of my view. Uh, thrilled, Zubes, thrilled. I got
1: to I got to say something about less than Jays. I felt like the, the release was seismic. Oh, I thanks. felt people were like. The Zoobs is talking baseball again. Good golly, Miss Molly. They, they like them wrestling, but they love a baseball. <laughs> People were going banana for the return. It made me really excited. You know, I'm not much of a baseball fan. I don't understand the rules. I don't know anything about it. But I, everybody I trust in the sports world was like, oh, boy, this is this is going. And that that man, warmed my heart. It was really nice to see. I subscribed. Uh, I am a donor to, to your Patreon. That's I true. recommend it for absolutely everybody. Uh, less than Jason. and even go download it right now just to listen to the intro theme that Matt did. Even if you never listen to another 30 seconds one? in, yeah, less than Jace fall downstairs, and then a horn, nah, horn line on the, the. Oh, it's good stuff.
0: Great stuff. Uh, So yeah, Less Than Jace, check it out. Podcasting twice a week and then a bunch of extra stuff on the Patreon, three different tiers. You can all get different kinds of stuff. Uh, Appreciate you saying that kind thing. It was great to do a release and hear from people and say, hey, glad to hear you back. Uh, Glad to be doing it. Glad." I would talk to myself. Is it
1: weird at all to be doing Talking Baseball again?
0: No, because... Because baseball was just like there was off. It was just off. Three right. Months. And like off as it in like, normal, actually, the, the switch was not off as in like the season was not on. Like the switch had been turned off. Baseball was not yeah. on. There was no rumors. There was no trades. There was no transactions because the league was just not happening. Um, well, surely so like there were some games. No, there's not. There's no oh. games. There was no. Tr- you couldn't even do transactions, which is what the what offseason is really about. about. Yeah. Um. So now it's all been switched back on about a week ago and uh it's been fucking great it has not been weird at all that's my whole life is has been thinking about baseball <laughs> so it's great to have it back
1: i say that about uh wrestling sometimes like i've been talking about it for my entire life like it was weird be, to not be doing stop it yeah. now <laughs> yeah. it's extremely weird to
0: not be doing it for three months i guess yeah. um, you get like
1: vertigo from stopping it everything would start spinning uh, i'm uh, yeah. genuinely thrilled for you man less than jay's is gonna kill it you and jake are uh you know i, I think the world of both you guys and uh, i know that people are uh a less a less stale baseball take, I think. A less data granular, boring, uh, like you say, nerd. Uh, you guys, you guys, are a couple of cool guys, and uh, talking baseball. I'm really excited about it.
0: Yes, uh, can't wait for the season to start. But the the week of transactions has been unbelievable for the Blue Jays. So we're start we're we're, we're gushing over there. If you like to gush, we're gushing. And that's it for Wrestling Brain Podcast. That's enough. Uh, that's enough. Podcast for today, I think Uh, if you are listening to the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, Like and subscribe. I will say you have missed and I don't. you don't get in the podcast because it's a visual thing. You've missed Merch Matchness tonight and it's been a special night. There's been some crazy voting. Uh, It's worth it to watch the show live or subscribe on Twitch because we do extra stuff that people I think would say is their favorite part of the whole show. Uh, and you're missing it if you're if you're just listening to the podcast. We love you on the podcast. I understand. You're commuting. It's late the night before, whatever it may be. We appreciate it. And VOD Nation, thank yeah. you.